there is one issue that will define the contours of this century more dramatically than any other and that is the urgent threat of a changing climate said by the 44th president of the united states barack hussein obama on climate change welcome back listeners to the new episode of talking climate change with yash negi in this in this episode of podcast we will discuss about paris agreement i am sure you have heard about this paris agreement many times when someone refers to climate change so what is the paris agreement the paris agreement is a landmark environmental accord that was adopted by nearly every nation in 2015 to address climate change and its negative impacts the deal aims to substantially reduce global greenhouse gas emissions in an effort to limit the global temperature increase in this century to 2 degrees celsius above pre-industrial levels while pursuing means to limit the increase to 1.5 degrees the agreement includes commitments from all major emitting countries to cut their climate altering pollution and to strengthen those commitments over time the pact provides a pathway for developed nations to assist developing nations in their climate mitigation and adaptation efforts and it creates a framework for the transparent monitoring reporting and ratcheting up of countries individual and collective climate goals Let us talk about history of the Paris Agreement. Hammered out over two weeks in Paris during the United Nations Framework Convention of on Climate Change, twenty-first Conference of Parties COP twenty-one and adopted on December twelfth, twenty fifteen. The Paris Agreement marked an historic turning point for global climate action as world leaders representing one ninety-five nations came to a consensus on on an accord that has commitments from all countries aimed at combating climate change. and adapting to its impacts president obama was able to formally enter the united states into the ar- agreement under international law through executive action since it imposed no new legal obligations on the country the united states has a number of tools already on the books under laws already passed by the united states congress to cut carbon pollution the country formally joined the agreement in september 2016 after submitting its proposal for participation The Paris Agreement could not take effect until at least 55 nations representing at least 55% of global emissions had formally joined. This happened on October 5, 2016, and the agreement went into force 30 days later on November 4, 2016. Now, let us talk about how many countries are in the Paris Agreement. The answer is every single nation on earth, with the last signatory being war-torn Syria. have adopted the paris agreement of those 179 have solidified their climate proposals with formal approval including the united states for now the only major emitting countries that have yet to formally join the agreement are russia turkey and iraq the meeting was part of a process dating back to the 1992 earth summit in rio de janeiro brazil when countries initially joined the international treaty called the united nations framework convention on climate change Seeing the need to strengthen the emissions reduction in 1997 countries adopted the Kyoto Protocol that protocol legally bounded developed countries to emission reduction targets however the agreement was widely believed to be ineffective because the world's two top carbon dioxide emitting countries China and the United States chose not to participate China a developing country was not bound by the Kyoto Protocol and many United States government officials used this fact to justify United States non participation at the 18th conference of parties COP 18 held in Doha Qatar in 2012 delegates agreed 
to extend the Kyoto Protocol until 2020. They also reaffirmed their pledge from COP17, which had been held in Durban, South Africa in 2011, to create a new comprehensive legally binding climate treaty by 2050 that would require all countries, including major carbon emitters, not abiding by the Kyoto Protocol to limit and reduce their emissions of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases. In the lead up the Paris Agreement, the United Nations tasked countries to submit plans detailing how they intended to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Those plans were technically referred to as Intended Nationally Determined Contribution INDCs, by December 10, 2015. 185 countries had submitted measures to limit or reduce their greenhouse gases emissions by 2025 or 2030. The United States announced in 2014 its intention to reduce its emissions 26 to 28% below 2005 levels by 2025. To help accomplish that goal, the country's Green Power Plan, which is known as CPP, was to set limits on existing and planned power plant emissions. China, the country with the largest total greenhouse gas emissions, set its target for the peaking of its carbon dioxide emissions around 2030 and making best efforts to peak early. Chinese officials also endeavored to lower carbon dioxide emissions per unit of gross domestic product GDP by 60 to 65 percent from the 2005 level. India's INDC noted the challenges of eradicating poverty while reducing greenhouse gases emissions. About 24 percent of the global population without access to electricity, 304 million resided in India. Nevertheless, the country planned to reduce emissions intensity of its GDP by 33 to 35% by 2030 versus the 2005 levels. The country also sought to deprive about 40% of its electric power from renewable energy sources rather than from fossil fuels by 2030. The INDC noted that the implementation plans would not be affordable from the domestic resources. It estimated that at least $2.5 trillion would be needed to accomplish climate change actions through 2030. In India. India would achieve that goal with the help of technology transfer, the movement of skills and equipment from more developed countries to less developed countries, LDCs, and international finance including assistance from the Green Climate Fund, GCF, a program designed to assist through investment in low emission technologies and climate resilient development, populations vulnerable to the effects of climate change. Let us talk about negotiation and negotiations and agreement. One of the main sticking points of the negotiation was the issue of transferring funds from developed countries to LDCs because developed countries did not want to be the only ones paying the costs. Moreover, moreover, even if the commitments of the countries were fulfilled, it was unlikely that temperatures would be limited to an increase of 2 degrees Celsius, which is 3.6 degree Fahrenheit. Many countries, especially the island states threatened by rising sea levels, wanted to restrict among restrict warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius, which is 2.7 degree in Fahrenheit. After nearly two weeks of difficult negotiation that sometimes lasted through the night, French Foreign Minister Laurent Fabius, who presided over the talks announced on December 12th the adoption of the Paris Agreement. He noted that the accord aimed to hold the increase of global temperature to well below 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels and to pursue efforts to limit the temperature increase to 1.5 degrees Celsius. The inauguration of Donald John Trump as the United States President in January 2017 heralded a new era in the United States climate policy. 
and on June 1st, 2017, he signed his petition intention to pull the United States out of the climate agreement after the former exiting process concluded, which could happen as early as November 4, 2020. In spite of the pending exit by the United States, 187 countries had both signed and ratified the agreement by November 2019. Since the agreement entered into force, progress towards emission targets has been mixed. Chinese authorities announced that they were making great strides in reducing greenhouse gas emissions, noting that China had met its 2020 commitments in 2017. In contrast, European Union officials announced in 2018 that all member states had fallen behind on reaching their targets. Sweden, Portugal and France had made the most progress reaching 77%, 66% and 65% of the 2020 targets by 2018 respectively. United States' progress was less clear. Some reports noted that changes in the US climate policy were keeping the country from meeting its climate goals, whereas others argued that many individual US cities had and states had enacted more strident greenhouse gas regulation that allowed the country as a whole to remain on track. Despite such reports, a number of international research organizations noted that carbon emissions continued to increase. The Rhodium Group noted that US emissions had increased 3.4% in 2018, whereas the Global Carbon Project reported that carbon emissions worldwide, which were largely flat from 2014 to 2016, had increased by 1.6% and by 2.7% and by in 2017 and 2018 respectively. The 32-page document establishes a framework for global climate action, including the mitigation of and adaption to climate change, support for developing nations and the transparent reporting and strengthening of climate goal. Here is what it aims to do. First, limits global temperature rise by reducing greenhouse gas emission. Second, provide a framework for transparency, accountability, and the achievement or more of, of more ambitious targets. Point number third, mobilize support for climate change mitigation and adoption in developing nations. These points are the short summary of Paris Agreement, which consists of many articles, each article with a different purpose. So let us discuss about the essential elements or the important articles listed in Paris Agreement. The Paris Agreement adopted through decision 1-CP.21 addresses crucial areas necessary to combat climate change. Some of the key aspects of the agreement Long-term temperature goal listed in Article Number 2 The Paris Agreement in seeking to strengthen the global response to climate change reaffirms the goal of limiting global temperature increase to well below 2 degrees Celsius while pursuing efforts to remit, limit the increase to 1.5 degrees Celsius. Global peaking listed in Article Number 4 To achieve this temperature goal, parties aim to reach global peaking of greenhouse gas emissions as soon as possible. Recognizing peaking will take longer for developing country parties so as to achieve a balance between anthropogenic emissions by sources and removals by sinks of greenhouse gases in the second half of the century. Mitigation Also listed in Article Number 4, the Paris Agreement establishes binding commitments by all parties to prepare, communicate and maintain a nationally determined contribution and to pursue domestic measures to achieve them. It also prescribes that parties shall communicate their NDCs every five years and provide information necessary for clarity and transparency. Sinks and reservoirs listed in Article Number 5. 
The Paris Agreement also encourages parties to conserve and enhance as appropriate sinks and reservoirs of greenhouse gases are referred to in Article Number Four, Paragraph One D of the Convention, including forests. Market and non-market listed in Article Number Six. The Paris Agreement establishes a mechanism to contribute to the mitigation of greenhouse gas emission and support sustainable development, as well as defining a framework for non-market approaches to sustainable development. Adoption listed in Article Number Seven. The Paris Agreement establishes a global goal to significantly strengthen national adoption efforts, enhancing adaptive capacity, strengthening resilience, and reduction of vulnerability to climate change through support and international cooperation. Loss and damage listed in Article Number Eight. The Paris Agreement significantly enhances the Warsaw International Mechanism on loss and damage, which will develop approaches to help vulnerable countries cope with the adverse effects of climate change, including extreme weather events and slow onset events such as sea level rise. The agreement now provides a framework for parties to enhance understanding, action, and support with regard to loss and damage. Support listed in Article Nine, Ten, and Eleven. The Paris Agreement reaffirms the obligations of developed countries to support the efforts of developing country parties to build clean, climate-resilient futures, while for the first time encouraging voluntary contribution by other parties. Provision of resources should also aim achieve a balance between adaptation and mitigation. In addition to reporting on finance already provided, developed country parties commit to submit indicative information on future support every two years, including projected levels of public finance. The agreement also provides that the financial mechanism of the convention, including the Green Climate Fund (GCF), shall serve the agreement. International cooperation and climate-safe technology development and transfer and building capacity in the developing world are also strengthened. A technology framework is established under developing world are also strengthened. A technology framework is established under the agreement, and capacity-building activities will be enhanced through inter-alia enhanced support for capacity. Building action, developing country parties, and appropriate institutional arrangements. Transparency listed in Article Number Thirteen. The Paris Agreement relies on a robust transparency and accounting system to provide clarity on action and support by parties with flexibility for their dif- differing capabilities. In addition to reporting information on mitigation, adaptation, and support, the agreement requires that the information submitted by each party undergoes international review. The agreement also includes a mechanism that will facilitate implementation and promote compliances in a non-adversarial and non-punitive manner, and will report annually to the COP. Global stock take listed in Article Number Fourteen. A global stock take to take place in 2023 and every five years thereafter will assess collective progress toward meeting the purpose of the agreement in a comprehensive and facilitative manner. Its outcome will inform parties in updating and enhancing their. Actions and support and enhancing international cooperation. Decision One CP dot twenty one also sets out a number of measures to enhance action prior to twenty twenty, including strengthening the technical examination process, enhancement of provision of urgent finance, technology and support, and measure to strengthen higher level engagement. The decision also welcomes the efforts of all non-party stakeholders to address and respond to climate change. Including those of civil society, the private sector, financial institutions, cities, and other subnational authorities, these stakeholders were requested to scale up their efforts and showcase them via the non-state actors on the climate action platform. Parties also recognized the need to strengthen the knowledge, technologies, practices, and efforts of local communities 
and indigenous people as well as the important role of providing incentives through tools such as domestic policies and carbon pricing it brings us to the most important question why is the paris agreement important rarely is there consensus am- among nearly all nations on a single topic but with the paris accord leaders from around the world collectively agreed that climate change is driven by human behavior that it is a threat to environment and all of humanity and that global action is needed to stop it it also created a clean framework for all countries to make emissions reduction commitments and strengthen those actions over time there are some key reasons why the agreement is so important first point human generated emissions cause global warming second global warming threatens climate system point number 3 climate change endangers human health point number 4 global warming can be mitigated only with global action what are the paris agreement cost here's the main thing there's a lot of min- misinformation out there about the paris agreement including the idea that it will hurt the united states economy that was among a number of unfounded claims trump repeated in his 2017 rose garden address arguing that the accord would cost the us economy dollar 3 trillion by 2040 and dollar 2.7 million jobs by 2025 making us less competitive against china and india but as fast checkers noted these statistics originated from a debunked march 2017 study that exaggerated the future cost of emission reductions underestimated advances in energy efficiency and clean energy technologies and outright ignored the huge health and economic costs of climate itself in fact research makes clear that the cost of climate in action far outweighs the cost of reducing carbon pollution one recent study suggests that if the us failed to meet its paris climate goals it could cost the economy as much as dollar 6 trillion in the coming decades a worldwide failure to meet the ndc currently laid out in the agreement could reduce global gdp more than 25% by century's end meanwhile another study estimates that meeting or even exceeding the paris goals via infrastructure investments in both clean energy energy efficiency could have major global rewards to the tune of some dollar 19 trillion so that was all about paris agreement i hope you like this podcast follow me on twitter on daily climate change news at real yashnegi any suggestions are welcome to the email given in the description thank you so very much to listening to this podcast it really means a lot and i will catch you guys up in the next episode of talking climate change with yashnegi thank you